Welcome back to episode 283 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my man Grizz. And we are uh, doing a very uh, interesting Christmas episode this yeah, year. We're celebrating the holidays. Baby. Yeah, we're celebrating the holiday. Uh, I guess this technically is uh, Jesus related. So we figured, uh, <laughs> why the fuck not do it? Unintentional fucking connection there, too. Good. You yeah, do it for yeah. us, man. Well, you made well, this work. Happy fucking Christmas. Well, we're in our demonic December, and this is yes. a fucking wild uh, movie that has to do with demons, has to do with possession, has to do with Jesus, the Antichrist, uh, all sorts of borderline Illuminati type stuff, I guess you could say, <laughs> right? Uh, this is like straight out of almost like an Assassin's Ugh. Creed game or something like that. I, uh, this is, this is perfection. This is like, this takes my two favorite kinds of fucking movies, ultra fucking gory movies. And then like hardcore, like evil fucking religious based movies. And, and it's like the most epic combination. What was that other one that we, uh, well, We'll talk about it. We haven't even fucking rolled the intro yet. I'm already ready to go off on this goddamn movie, dude. Yeah, you know what? Let's hit that intro now because I'm fucking ready to go. I was just going to say, dude, did you catch another very important name in those intro and his introduction like credits that is like highly associated with the, with our show and someone that we love dearly. Marcus, did you catch another name? Marcus Koch's. Absolutely. Dude, all, all the this. special effects for this movie. And it, it's after like, I realized that going in after watching this again, I was like, dude, it is so much his fucking work on display here oh yeah like like some of these scenes like they actually do have like like a hundred tears kind of like feel to them as far as like the the type of like blood and gore that's associated with it i had such a different appreciation uh my, my this is like probably like my third watch this time going into it i'd seen yeah. it before this and uh you know now deep diving it taking you know the notes and paying attention i was like dude everybody that's fucking awesome really <laughs> fucking got down in this movie uh what's up alan contation silhouetted animator and i'm gonna say is it stefan or steven my my see you gotta you gotta I always call him steven so yeah, 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 i'm, I'm yeah. probably fucking up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh, uh there's our boy dude uh what is what is a t g n a t what who are you 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, who the fuck is? This? I was gonna take a shot in the dark, and it's gonna be fucking way. Appreciate everybody coming. Though you guys yeah. are fucking awesome. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is the official uh, celebration, and we're getting down with the Song of Solomon, dude. Uh, I was saying before uh, I cut my own self off from getting too ahead of myself here. You know, this is like a perfect combination of. Uh, the, the different things that I love, demonic possession, occult, Satanism, all these different things. I love movies about that. And then I love things that are just ultra fucking violent and gory, um, especially when they're done in like a really good way like this <laughs> and not CGI all the hell. Um, but another movie that like the, it, it's similar, but a different like, you know, vibe completely that we did is that uh, Night of the Beast. Is that what it's called? That Spanish movie? That has like it's like a heavy metal oh, like Day of the Beast Antichrist is that what, yeah Day of the Beast is that what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fucking those these two movies I would just love to like I could watch these back to back all yeah. the fucking well, time man well technically these are all homages to the Guinea Pig series this is uh, right. uh, technically called American Guinea Pig the Song of Solomon and as you know we've covered uh, one of the Guinea Pig movies already on this podcast. You could go back and listen to that one. Uh, quite... The original Japanese ones we've covered before, not the unearthed. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we order. haven't done any of the other ones yet. There are. It's a whole series. Um, yes. You like uh, what? Which one is the one you like? Uh, bouquet. I like the original one. The uh, the the bouquet of of buckets and, of or, bouquet of guts and gore. Right. Yeah, bouquet of guts and gore. Yeah. Um, um, I, I especially have like an affinity for that one because I like I helped crowdsource my my measly donation but they crowdsourced that film and stuff like that i watched the whole process come together and then seeing that movie for the first time completely fucking shocking and awesome man have you ever seen the the sacrifice one dude that a... is one that legitimately yeah. fucked me up from what yeah the, the dick scenes in that fucking movie dude they're like hang, they're hanging dong and doing damage mutilating dog dude yeah. yeah like and dude i'm telling you like when i say like a movie has never made a chill run up my spine before that's a brutal that one, man. one that one fucking like terrified me not in, like oh this is spooky in a way that's like the mutilation and destruction that's happening it's is brutal. absolutely terrifying brutal. <laughs> it's brutal this one i feel like has the most uh, the Song of Solomon has like the most of uh like I guess like a quote unquote real movie feeling. Like it has a story and everything. It's it's more of a complete, you know, first act, second act, third act, fourth act, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's a complete story. While a lot of the other ones are more like the guinea pig movies, where it's a showing of special effects and gore scenes and everything like that. Not that they're bad, Dog violence dude. Is rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sacrifice is fucking wild that's one that we probably will cover that one day i think uh we could do like a whole I'd bunch of to. i don't know about the clips we're gonna fucking <laughs> yeah there's, to there, there's a lot of nudity in that a lot of male nudity also uh we'll, we'll see we'll maybe we could you do know, like it with something else because it's a pretty short movie if i remember right yeah like it's, it's not long I'm, even with this movie like the way that this the the violence that escapades in this movie or es escalates in this movie like it escapades it does all kinds of things um but the way it like builds up it's so like hyper realistic at times that i was like man this is going to be a fucking a rough one to show because like this gets wild yeah you have there's to like know. there's even certain things that we can't fucking 
even like I don't feel like we could fucking show from this movie. And yeah, that. you know, I took stuff that kind of gives you the general like like idea yeah. of what's going on. Um, we had uh, some scenes go on pretty long it keeps going and going and like we're not going to make you sit through uh three minutes of somebody fucking screaming and puking up their guts which is, is an awesome scene but for the podcast's sake i don't think it's really going to work uh, no. but we did take what we thought would be uh presentable for the youtube show at least and things that would be entertaining for our audience listening via podcast um we i think we have a pretty good balance we got a bunch of shit from this but uh some of the other entries in this series would be a lot harder um to do visually here right we would have to do a lot of editing a lot of creative editing and sometimes it it, it isn't it isn't worth it for the you know you might you're better off just well, seeing it and then and like you know fair warning going into like any of these you know unearthed films this is a company that doesn't hold back and it's going to show things that you know might you know be very uncomfortable or like you know push the boundaries might of like you, you know, maybe yeah like it, it definitely pushes that of like what's cinematically art and what's just like offensive and stuff for i think me and mike that's just like give me give me more of that shit you know but i could i could definitely see how like for other people it's 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 a tough there's there's tough you know scenes in this movie um that that might you know turn people off in a pretty pretty gnarly way but with that being said i think that like that's what makes you know modern film like i think it's it's important to like push those limits and take things as far as you are especially with a story like this this is like a, a very what I feel like to be if, if, if demonic possession was real, if a person was actually possessed by a demon, it would be a fucking nightmare. It wouldn't be like, Oh, their head spinning. They're puking. Like, yeah, no, it would, it would be, be terrible. True, yeah. It, it would, it would be fucking hell on earth, man. So I feel like this is like probably the closest depiction of what I think it would probably actually be like if this was to happen in real life. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this is a more, it's going to sound fucking crazy that we're saying this, but it's a more realistic uh, depiction of if like this supernatural shit could happen, like this other stuff could happen too. And uh, it's pretty cool. Um, It's, it's a great story in general. Do you want to give the synopsis or do you want me to? Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. It, you know, the story is basically laid out for us where we have a, a young woman who's just graduated college. I don't know if she graduated college, but she was in college. Um, and, you know, she's having these horrible, uh, you know, visions and her behavior has become erratic. And, you know, we soon learn that uh, she's possessed by a demon uh, who is wreaking fucking havoc upon everybody in her life. Um, and, you know... The church sends in uh, all guns blazing to, to no avail, which so. is uh, like a pretty cool thing. They do that in a lot of exorcism movies where like, you know, they got to send priest after priest and bad things happen and stuff. But this is like fucking crazy. No, They're like sending them to the fucking meat happen. grinder. Uh, so <laughs> what an anima- uh, animator time to call John Constantine in that instance. I would say <laughs> I would say he is the one you would call for something like this because yeah. This is some fucking next level antichrist shit. Um, so you want to you want to get into the movie? I think it's I think it's yeah, time we. I, I think it's absolutely time. So you were saying that she's starting to have like these dreams and everything, and uh, this movie starts before we even get into that. 
this <laughs> this movie yeah, yeah. starts in like an insane fucking way. You have this dude who's like speaking kind of irrationally, but like as it goes on, it gets like crazier and crazier. He starts getting more and more and hysterical. Like a monologue too, you know, because you don't see anybody else that he's speaking to. He's just like holding this knife and just fucking erratically like. And he's like saying how like the daughters made like allegations against him, and he's it's ruining his this? fucking life. Yeah, I tried yeah, so it, hard it's and a all heavy, this heavy opening, bro. And uh, he he basically gets on his knees and like gives himself a fucking Colombian necktie. And uh, we have we have the clip here. It's actually longer than this, but uh, this is this is actually pretty fucking awesome. Do not lead us into temptation. So as this you can see, this dude is fucking. <sighs> for the people listening, at home, don't do it. <laughs> he, yeah, he literally just cuts his throat with like a steak knife. Reaches in. He's currently feeling for something within his neck. You see his skin moving, and he pulls out his own tongue. And uh, it is insanely gnarly. Uh, puts his hands together and the sign of legitimately how this movie starts. And like you're just like it's time to buckle the fuck up because if this is the opening, it's it's only gonna well, it's only gonna get better yeah. from here well, or worse depending on how you look at it. One thing I'm gonna say is I think you kind of have an idea of what this movie's gonna be like by like the DVD Blu-ray cover art. Um, great. Yeah, it, this is the uh, this is like the combo version that has uh, three discs. Pretty fucking cool, actually. Uh, let's see if I can show each thing here. Uh, I like that it has like the different art for the girl and stuff. Yeah, and there's like a picture of everybody behind the thing. But I think it also has a uh, what is this? Blu-ray. Blah 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 blah. What is this? DVD and the soundtrack. This actually has yeah, the, the soundtrack. The soundtrack too. That's pretty. Yeah, this is this is pretty sick. Um, I feel like just from the box art alone, you kind of know what you're getting into. But if you didn't and you're just streaming this on Tubi or whatnot, uh, that opening like five minutes will really prime you for the rest of the film. Uh, they really do not relent throughout the whole thing. It actually kind of escalates. It keeps getting like more and more fucked up. You know, a lot of times in, in modern movies like this, a big fault that I have a hard time with is the acting. And I don't want to pretend that like a lot of the acting in this movie is great because it's the, the, the delivery is not of like a high caliber at certain points. You know, there's, there's certain weak okay. actors in this movie, but it it is okay, man, because it's so strong on on its story and it's so strong on the delivery of like the evil and the intent of evil that's happening around this family and everything that i am so capable of overlooking those like i I guess they're flaws but like they don't feel like flaws to me in this movie they're just like okay this is a probably a budgetary restraint these are the people that they got they're obviously not a-listers even b-listers for that matter they're just fucking some some wannabe actors that are making it work dude not jim van bever man and the one person that I think is really amazing in this movie is the possessed girl. She fucking oh yeah, writes it the fuck home, dude. She she never like it feels so corrupted. Like her body feels so fucking like violated and, and corrupt by this demon throughout the whole thing. I'm like, my hat's off to her yeah. for like really getting in there and doing that. Well, you're gonna see throughout the film and throughout the clips that we show that she gets more and more. 
uh, transformed into this demonic entity. And uh, she starts looking more and more fucked up. But in the beginning, when she's like first talking to the psychologist or psychiatrist or whatnot, um, you see like a, there's like small things that they do that lead you up to um, like they lead you up to the full possession. Right. And this is one scene where she's talking to this dude and she's talking about her dreams and everything. And she's saying how she dreams of slavery and how she was once a slave, but like let free by like King Solomon. And she was um, or <laughs> she or he was um, tasked with helping build the Tower of Babel and everything. But um, something that's really cool about it is she's talking like, you know, semi-normally, but they show like her eyes change between like her normal eyes and like these demonic looking cat eyes. It almost looks like there's like two like, uh, you know, pupils. Yeah, well, yeah, like stuck together in one eye. But like this is a pretty cool scene here. It also sets the tone for a lot of what's about to happen. Sometimes I dream that I was enslaved. Enslaved? Mm-hmm. How so? The king of Babylon forced me to be a slave and help him build the Tower of Babel. I don't understand. <laughs> Here she looks up, really. and he's like, what the fuck? by the king Solomon. <laughs> yeah, his uh, reaction's great. Yeah, her like, uh, eyes are all fucking freaky looking at this point. They're yellow. That's is, is actually really awesome. And it's probably some of like the best acting in the film too, by everybody involved. Like that, uh, that therapist dude, I thought was fantastic. Uh, they have this like back and forth going on where he, and you know, the mom is there and she's like, fucking something's wrong. And you know, she's just being so like, you know, her delivery is just that being like saying these really weird things, but then she'll like slip back into like, you know, she's like talking about her dreams and that's one of her dreams. But then she's like, Oh, but sometimes I just dream about, you know, bad test exams and fucking yeah. ponies and shit and it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, dude yeah. what the fuck but he finally like realizes that like all right like this isn't like a, a a fucking counselor thing that like a family counselor is going to be able to handle like we need a fucking priest this there's something super evil going on here uh and, and the, those contacts were just fucking sick man yeah and, and we see line. like that continue on throughout the movie and it gets better and better in my opinion like when the fucking eyes turn into the three eyeball fucking in each eye, that's my favorite demon look I've ever fucking seen in yeah, my it's life. Fucking dude. super it evil looking. Insane. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, the church is like kind of aware of what's going on too, because there's like this whole like subplot where there's like this underbelly of the Catholic Church that like you know they're sending all these uh, priests. What do they say? Call them wartime priests. Right. Yeah, like yeah, they, like something priest. is going on and like they have a plan. You kind of get the feeling that something's like a little off, but they don't really reveal that yeah. until the end. Um, but they first send fucking Jim Van Beber over with some other guy. And uh, boy, do they suffer quite the horrible fate. Right. What what I, what I love, too, about this is that like the guy who like, you know, goes to Jim and he's giving him all this stuff. And it's like all these like super crazy like historical like artifacts yeah. like this golden Bible that there was only three of them and like these special crosses like he keeps and it continues to happen throughout the movie where there's like all right well now you're gonna get this other piece of really fucking crazy Christian yeah, memorabilia it's, it's all shit you. it's all shit that would be from like Diablo 
like oh like uh, you, like yeah. he's like the armor of armor of michael the archangel or like saint peter's thigh bone turned into a blade like all sorts of oh, like crazy shit dude, what do you think of this like this is something that i'm not like i don't know if this is like you know catholicism fucking like you know true to the fucking cause or whatever or if this is just like made up for this movie but i absolutely love the idea that if you're an exorcism priest and you fail the exorcism that your fucking soul is condemned to hell. Yeah, dude, I love That's that. Like soul awesome. for a, soul for a soul, right? And if you fail, dude, you're fucked too. I've never heard that before, but if that's like doctrine, that that's how it fucking is. Awesome. I've I think never, that's fair as fuck, dude. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I don't think that's ever been used in another movie. I feel like it's always just that's like that saying. possessed person's soul is like fucking done, because, and like the priest I mean, dies or whatnot. A story, dude. Like there is a fucking a cool movie about like an, a legitimate army of priests who are like fighting to like you know their soul one on one to like continue to like save humanity and shit. Like that's a cool fucking concept. That and, is like, a fucking cool thing. I the always, idea of like a damned priest is just cool as fuck. I always loved like the idea of shit like that, um, where like there really is like a fucking quote unquote physical battle going on also like constantine like that i always thought that was such a fucking awesome idea or even like uh like um, they had like the game and everything of dante's inferno like where you're going through like the whole like fucking circles of hell and all that shit and i feel like this is like really like connected to that like that movie baskin is another thing like i love when they're connecting things to you know like hell is real and like things could happen on earth that will damn you forever. And it's terrible. It's not just some bullshit. Like it's going to be a horrible experience. And I feel like this movie, like really like shows you that by the physical manis- oh. uh, manifestation of like, you know, the one at one point she says like, let me see your sins. And he starts like fucking bubbling over. Like it's fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> It just like, dude, th- yeah, this idea of like, you know, uh, a soul for a soul for these priests, amazing concept. And like, you could really tell like Stephen Byro, he did the the writing and the directing of this movie. Mm-hmm. And this dude either is just like super into like, you know, Catholicism lore and stuff like that. Or he just did his fucking homework for this because everything is like so fucking detailed. Like they talk about so many different things in depth and like it, it just like the even like the Latin and shit like that that's speaking it it, it feels very authentic, man. So hey, I I'll, you know what? I'm not gonna look into it anymore. Uh, I'll take it for what it is. I, I really like it. Um but these two priests that first get sent in, like the first line of defense, I guess you could say, uh they both get fucked up pretty fucking quickly. And uh, you expect this? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It was only expected like, the first two priests to just go in and get wiped out. Yeah, dude, it was like twenty minutes into the movie, and you didn't even see the yeah. dude from the cover of the fucking thing yet. So I was. So I, I thought that you know the the helper for sure, you know, but I yeah. thought the our other man there. I thought he was going forward. I thought he was like going to be a, like the guy. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. Nope. Nope. He's not. not. He's not. Um, <laughs> so like the helper dude. He uh, he's the first one to go and he gets it pretty bad, right? Like he this is a fucking terrible way to die. Uh, He basically gets possessed or like force possessed 
and uh, he's made to yank his own fucking tongue out of his mouth. He's already, but you knew something was going to happen to him because he starts breaking like immediately. Like within, yeah, she like calls him adulterer and it fucks him up, dude. Like, so it's like, okay, obviously something happened, bro. <laughs> like, but he also, she also calls the other one. Like, he, she I don't just, know if yeah, we can like, say that word on here, but yeah, I, I don't know if I should say that word or not. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. says something about the other one too. That's not good about fucking the you know, Catholic fucking priest. And that they both just start like, he's like, no, don't fucking listen to her. But the adultery one is like, bro, fucking. Yeah, and I'm not an adulterer. He's fucked up in the head about it and he's stuff. He's really, really defensive. William Blasco, Merry Christmas to you too, my man. Um, Dude, he's a Christian and he was a direct contact with the Catholic Church. That's crazy that Stephen Byro is a Christian and like <laughs> that blows my fucking mind. To be this honest, this is based with you. on a true story. This is this is <laughs> real you shit. Know, like, uh, but stuff let's, he puts out is gnarly. So let's see that weak motherfucker fucking rip his own tongue out though how about that merry christmas there's jim he's he's in he's sitting in fear this guy's literally just putting two hands into his mouth grabbing his tongue and ripping it the fuck out that is absolutely disgusting and uh, yeah i don't i would not like uh i would not like to do that how about that that's a good uh way to put it oh, rough. <laughs> it's rough not as rough as uh Let's say, Mr. Rough jim's ending <laughs> yeah jim's ending uh unfortunately is way way worse um he is forced to pull his own fucking eyes out this clip is a little bit longer uh, but it's worth it because you see what kind of shit yeah. is going on um i was not expecting this though I'm just gonna say that, like I didn't expect no, this, him to just. I said I thought the, I thought the other dude was fucking perfect fodder for getting some like gnarly shit to happen to him, but you know it's 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 fucking Jim. I'm like, all right, this is gonna go a little while with our man here. Yeah, he's but in this for a little this bit. Happens, yeah. And I'm like, dude, so left field, but so fucking awesome. Well, she says that she's gonna fucking make him like pay for like all this shit. Like she she's gonna what was it like something like try him seven times or something like that. Right, like she that's does, what, bro. He's yeah, tries his motherfucker. Yeah, so this is like, <laughs> this is Jim pulling his fucking eyes. Goose is is not doing well in his older age. <laughs> Her eyes are like the pupils are getting bigger and more like elongated. That's Jim Van Beverage just fucking screaming and grabbing his eyeballs, <laughs> yanking them out of his head. It's he's he's got a good scream, man. Oh, look good. at that. Look how gnarly I that love looks. this look. That look is so good. Oh. Just like sounds, the empty sockets. Sounds, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch this at work. How about that? I'm going to give you guys a little heads up. Uh, it's really kind of funny, though, like the juxtaposition of him in front of that like really nice wooden cabin. Like that really nice like finished interior. They did it. I wonder whose house that was. You think that was like an Airbnb? Like, hey, we're going to rent this for the week. And we're just going to fucking film this gruesome film. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hope, dude. <laughs> it's just like bloodstains everywhere. Uh, but, good. but like, that's a, you think that that's it for him, right? Like, he kind of drops down and like, you think he's just going to sit there and die. But okay, that is not so the end. For me, this is what I wasn't expecting. Like. I didn't think this movie was going to like go here, you know, like this is full on 
oozing fucking melt movie. Yeah. At its finest. Dude. Yeah, we I had some fucking I had here. No idea this was gonna like show up in a movie like this, but it fits so well. Yeah, she uh basically makes him like start melting. Um there's actually a really cool scene. I actually pulled the clip to that. Um she uh like gets the book from him like the bible that oh, oh yeah because right? like dude like she says it's like there's a cool thing though with those bibles that there was like three of them made uh one to baptize uh one for exorcisms and like one is to uh raise the dead and like but they don't tell you which one that they have there ever you know they just say one was stolen there's only two left so it's like, is this the exorcism one or is this the one to fucking raise the dead? Because yeah. she gets it and starts doing that fucking chanting and shit, dude. And I was like, this is this is one of the coolest fucking scenes ever. But this is the coolest part is that while she's holding the Bible, her hands are smoking. Because obviously oh, it's like a religious artifact. I will scatter into the wind. Them that are in the utmost corners. That is a great effect. Dude. I didn't I even notice that. And I will bring the calamity from all sides thereof. Saith the Lord. I like what they do with her and voice too. Shall be a dwelling for dragons and a desolation forever. Like how they double it sometimes. Yeah. With like deeper, like you know, masculine voice underneath of it. Sometimes it sounds great. Yeah. What a what a fucking like awesome, um, I guess like atmosphere building thing, right? Like that's it's just like kind of it's tension building. Yeah. The whole like, movie is. It's adding like insult to injury. Because you know that she's just fucking with him at this point. Um, and things are about to get even worse. Like we said, this turns into a melt movie. Um, because our man starts getting uh, pretty pretty saucy. Right? Gooey goose. is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, look at this guy. So she's just staring oh, at him. And he's just oozing like he drank the fucking viper. Um, yeah, it, it does look like that, dude. He looks amazing. Now, uh, some of these clips are a little bit shorter, like I said, because they have to, you know, we have to fit in within uh, certain time periods and time frames. But that should mean that you should go actually watch this movie on Tubi or buy it. Uh, I don't know if it's still. Is does Unearth still carry this new? I don't know. I got this on eBay. I got a. Sure. I mean, I would, I would, I would from, imagine this is one I of the big movies. So I think I got it from fucking like uh, like the archive or something. Um, oh yeah, via yeah, like the the eBay store or some shit like that. Um, but definitely pick this up if you can because you could see all the extended screaming and gooiness uh, on crystal clear Blu-ray uh, televisions. Um, so Grizz, Grizz, I got a question for you. All right, after Jim melts here and he's like totally fucked, what did you think was going to happen? Obviously, they're going to send another priest. We see like this other bald dude that's from the uh, the cover. He looks like he's seriously in charge. Uh, he looks pretty uh, competent. Did you think that this was going to be the ending, um, I guess, warrior for, for good? Yeah, obviously. I think, that's, I think that's also what they try to do with this guy. Um, they try to like, I don't want to call him a red herring because there's nothing, it's not really like the case, but he's more of like this like false hero of the fucking movie uh, where they, they you know, the, the same cardinal or whatever goes to this guy. He's at the bar and he's fucking drinking hard. So you already know this, oh, this, this guy's, you know, he's had a hard one. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking living a life. 
and uh you know he's telling him he's got to fucking help this family and he's refusing to do it of course um you know he finally fucking you know gives in and, and he he goes to that house man i couldn't believe like it just like the, the way it felt like because he goes into that room he lays his stuff out he sees these fucking bodies there he sees you know our our, our, our man jim with his fucking bubbly goo head in like torturous pain and he takes that fucking cross oh and he takes the knife God. out of the cross <laughs> and almost decapitates bieber with the fucking it it's it's fucking wild dude like that's one of the gnarliest fucking scenes of this movie is and it, and it goes on for a while like he's really chopping that fucking head off yeah, hold uh, on. We actually have that clip here, man. We can uh, show oh, these. We really? I didn't think we had that one. Yeah, no, shit. no, no, no. I, I took a little Roll bit of this. that footage, baby. Let's fucking see it. He walks over Dominus with that sick-ass blade. Jim looks like the thing from Dead Next Door, the zombie in the beginning. Yeah, it's just that like ASMR of goo. I like that this is like a thing that they have to do, right? I guess to like let his soul rest. It's like decapitate him with this fucking cross blade. This is awesome. Put him out of his misery, dude. Yeah, he make has, it happen. He has to kill the other priest too. She like reanimates his ass. He turns oh. into like a fucking zombie. And dude, when, when easy, he though. kills him with the fucking the cross knife, which I want one of them. You know where I can get one of them motherfuckers? Hit me up. Uh, it, it like just spills his guts, which is a great visual, man. It looks so, it just looks gnarly. It looks so real, like all the fucking like innards coming out of that priest, like onto the floor and stuff. I was like, Dude, there's a lot of liquid. Uh, trust me, I've I've seen <laughs> yeah. autopsies when I was in college, and uh, there was a lot of liquid in there. Um, a lot of goo, a lot of goo to come out. Um, <laughs> but you think that this dude is going to be like the fucking demon terminator that he's going to be the one that um saves everybody and fixes this problem saves this girl's soul but uh you know you, you come to find out that really he was sent there for a reason and it wasn't uh what you think right it was he wasn't sent there to to purely fix things he's a part in this whole fucking game that's being played they all really are you know yeah um uh, but she shows him something pretty fucking insane. There is no puking up of pea soup in this. There is no green goo foam coming out of her mouth. She straight up pukes up her fucking guts. Gates of hell style. Um, actually kind of worse because it, it's more yeah, like say maybe worse, bro. Yeah. Cause she's like coughing them up and it's like a, it's like strenuous. It's a very long sequence. The whole time our dude is looking fucking horrified. Um, but in like the context of the movie, this is just like horrendous because every time that they, um, every time that like they show the bed in this scene, it looks like it's just like black blood. Right, it doesn't look Ooh. like it's fucking red. It, it looks, yeah, are. it looks fucking disgusting. <laughs> but uh, this is this is a pretty wild sequence here. She's just letting loose all these guts. You can hear. Oh, that's just like painful thinking of that. <laughs> The retching really fucking does it, man. Yeah, and he's like standing there horrified, and she just keeps puking up pieces. And uh, yeah, there's a good scene of uh, 
good picture of all the shit on the bed. That's not even the worst of it. Uh, it keeps going and going with more guts, more organs. And uh, eventually, them. yeah, eventually she's like, ooh, I'm going to need these. And she starts <laughs> eating them again. It's like, oh, my fucking God. Like, how much worse uh, could yeah. this get? And guess what? It does get fucking it's worse. It does get worse for sure, dude. Um, but not before we get a really awesome, like, like random, like, murder by uh, our possessed girl attacking a nurse that's helping out. Um, this this scene is pretty fucked up, too. Um, the priest ends up getting... He, he dies. He straight up gets killed by this fucking demon. And uh, the, the nurse and the doctor and the mom are left. Um, the dad, I think, is downstairs or some shit. Uh, no, where is the dad? No, dad's dead. Dad's fucking Dad's dead. The mom is fucking there with a doctor <laughs> and a nurse. And um, nurse is like, she's she's not responding. Like, what should we do? Like, she's all fucked up on the bed, right? She's acting like she's hurt. But uh, yeah, she's playing fucking possum. <laughs> but this is like a brutal fucking kill. So she's laying there saying, help me. What are we going to do, doctor? She's just like... <laughs> Oh, that pop-up looks yeah. so good, dude. She pops up behind the nurse and just starts digging her hand into her throat and just in her eye, get gouging out her eye too. And you just see like her eyeball. Then takes the and eyeball and shoves uh, it into her throat hole. Uh, is what fucking happens next. <laughs> the, the way that they like show the empty socket after, where like it's not just like a black hole. You could see like there's like kind of like meat in there and stuff. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a clean break put it that way <laughs> Man, that's like painful like everything that happens in this movie just like emits pain right like it yes. just makes you wince a little bit it makes you fucking just like oh. that's what all of these guinea pig films do that you know unearth is putting out and honestly that's what a lot of the older ones do too i mean not not all of some of them are a little weaker but even those old japanese ones like they were made they were made to make you feel like shit they were made to make you feel uncomfortable to like to wince in pain to get those like chills up your spine and like for me this one here is just like this is so fucking poetic dude yeah. this is just like art at its fucking finest man i uh, I, I could eat this like this kind of movie up like i want a song of solomon too like i want the fucking yo, the that, sequel man. yeah i i would like the sequel the silhouetted animator um one of the polonia movies had john pooping out his guts if i recall i think that was hallucinations and i think they put that in splatter yeah. farm also right i think that was used used that bridge a lot yeah yeah but uh this motherfucker gets smoked by the demons so they need another priest they got it this thing is still rolling this plan is still in motion and who do they get this fucking like fragile fucked up dude that lost his soul in a previous exorcism and this is kind of where you see the cardinals like a little fucked up right like this is like like the real confirmation that something is going on because the dude is like i can't do anything about this like i'm i don't have a soul i'm an yeah. empty shell and he I still keeps, serve the lord but i'm nothing like <laughs> yeah he keeps pushing them and pushing them and uh Eventually, you see, like, this is part of the plan, which we'll explain in a little bit. Um, but this is where you finally see Ooh. her, like, final form. And it is a fucking doozy. And I took the part where she decides to start breaking her own fucking limbs. Right? Oh, while she's, she's tied like, to the bed. Yeah. yeah, she's tied to the bed and she just starts breaking her fucking limbs. You've taken my soul. Get 
get out! So this dude's losing it, and she just, um, like, right, like, between her wrist and her elbow. Oh, that's oh, like right her there. forearm so just splits. It's shooting blood everywhere. Oh, sheesh. Her hand is moving throughout the whole thing. You see it, like, like, like grasping. Um, that's, like, a whole, like, fucked up sequence. Because um, he ends up, like... So what we, what I was going to say, what we learned there is that, like, really... I feel like he was really just sent there to inseminate her, right? Like, yeah, that was the purpose of he's him. He's a soulless, like, a soulless priest. Like right. needed to impregnate this fucking possessed woman who had this demon in her to like really birth the Antichrist. Yeah, is and, the, the whole purpose that even the church is behind this. Yeah. So the whole thing is like he ends up fucking walking out of the out of the house. First of all, I love I didn't I didn't grab that clip. But when he walks down the stairs, the mom and the doctor are like, hell, Satan. And he like fucking stabs her with the uh, fire poker. And she like fucking stabs him with a knife. No, he stabs her with a knife and she fucking rams him with the fire poker. poker, Um, So he like walks out, hands the fucking baby to the cardinal kills himself sticks the fucking knife in his own eye but uh basically what the whole plan is is that they needed the antichrist to be born so jesus would come back so like such a wild fucking concept dude yeah like they want to bring jesus back so bad that they let they actually bring the antichrist um i thought that was an awesome That's how it twist. Is too. like he just says like you know, uh, sorry, my like, son. He just says, like, yeah, like isn't like now, now Jesus is definitely coming back or something like that. Yeah, now he I shall return. Yeah, yeah, like that's so awesome. Wild. That like they want to bring salvation by bringing damnation first. It's so uh, fucking I, I really <laughs> did. I really, really did like that twist. Um, I thought the whole story in general was really well done. It was really, um, I guess, unique when it comes to these movies, especially the ones that we watched. Um, You know, the people get possessed in these movies and they do all sorts of weird shit. I feel like this one brings it up like another notch where like this is how it would be like you would really start fucking like deteriorating physically in a way that would be like sickening. And if a demon was really, yeah. And if a demon was really completely in control, it would be able to break your fucking limbs. It wouldn't spin its head around. It would fucking do something to really fuck you up. Yeah. And like that, what would make you like fucking really squeamish, but like seeing somebody's forearm snap in half. I just think that they did a really good job in like building up this atmosphere of just like, horror and there's really not at no point does the does it feel like the demon isn't in control like it knows throughout the whole thing that it's able to fucking just it's dialed in yeah like they could destroy these priests they could fucking do all this shit um i really really think that this is this is my favorite of the series of the american guinea pig series i think this is one of my favorite possession movies or like exorcist movies of all time. I love this film. I was well, shocked I mean, the first time I saw it. I, I was going to say that like my favorite exorcism movie for a, a long time running now has been uh The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I think that was a fucking phenomenal, you know, portrayal of like a girl who was possessed. That that girl's acting in that movie is absolutely outstanding. Um but it doesn't like you just said it it doesn't ever take it to a point where I feel of of true reality of what possession would be like this one does. Yeah. 
you know, it, it, even as like well acted and, and fucking creepy and spooky as that movie is, it's it doesn't have like the the real fucking evil intent that I feel like a demon would have. And like you were saying, like it wouldn't just be like, oh, we're gonna say some fucked up stuff and look scary, you know, where we're gonna really fucking destroy everything around us and yeah. everybody. We're gonna break us. We're and gonna break exactly everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nobody safe. Like everything is fucking corrupt. I cannot say enough good things about this movie, dude. This yeah. is a fucking ten out of ten home run. I would watch this every fucking day. For sure. This is this is honestly one of my favorite like movies that I've seen recently. Um, I think this is I've seen people talk negatively about this online and stuff. I mean, I guess if you're coming from only seeing like fucking big studio movies, if you're not coming from the realm of shot on video, low budget horror, 80s horror films, all that sort of stuff, like Italian horror, this and that, like you would think this is fucking like gold. Like this, if this, we always say it, you know, if this came out in 1986 and was released on tape by somebody, this would be fucking an insanely good pickup. This would be something people would want. And I feel like for a newer film, it takes it way further than a lot of the other like modern shit would. Could, could you, but could you really imagine like something like this, like dropping in like 86, 87, like this level of like, of evil intent, man. Like, I don't feel like anything like there the was Japanese, gore back then, but it, it wasn't like, as it, like, <laughs> you, you never know, man. There's a lot of, I'm not, I know like uh, some of like the Japanese stuff from that time period, but like there's West some Army, shit, yeah. there's some shit that might come pretty close. Um, but it wasn't done this well. Um, I feel yeah. like this was done competently. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Um, I would I I don't buy many of the newer movies that we cover. I'll, I'm perfectly fine with streaming them, but this is one where I was like, "Yo, I'm 100% picking this up." Like I need this for my collection because as you know, streaming is not always reliable in the long run. Uh they just randomly take things off and never to be seen ever again. Um, and if you want like people to continue to make cool fucking movies, you have to like support them through like physical media. Because like that's how they're gonna make money. They're not gonna make long term money on their fucking you know short streaming deal with Tubi or something like that. You know like go and fucking support these like independent filmmakers like you know Unearth Films and stuff like that who are consistently putting out wild awesome fucking movies, man. Yeah, such a it's cool to see, man. I, I wish I I should I I should honestly be buying this Blu-ray myself. I'm I'm fucking up. Well, your Christmas money, man. You could uh you could you could purchase some of that shit. But uh, like media play gift cards. I I agree though that like not many people are doing this sort of like gore film type stuff to this level, Um, especially newer uh you know like newer movies and newer companies and the stuff that they distribute is like right up our alley. Um, maybe, maybe a lot of our fans might not like maybe 20% of it, but a lot of it is like really like wild shit to put on. Probably not stuff you're going to put on uh Christmas day, uh, with the family in front of the fire, but depends on how cool your family is. Yeah, once, once, <laughs> once in a while, you gotta, you gotta cut loose and, uh, step outside of your comfort zone. Right. Like, uh, what, what are you going to do? Just fucking be like me and watch Dawn of the Dead fucking a million times. But Grizz, which will probably be on Christmas anyways. <laughs> Grizz. Um, 
uh, I am a little disappointed that we didn't get to do any sort of viewing of Feeders 2 this year. I feel like that's like a perennial thing for us. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it is kind of, isn't it? I, I feel like next year, I maybe. Dude, maybe next year we could like just get a. Maybe we'll take the copyright strike and just watch it on here. Okay. <laughs> just pay for pay our comeuppance uh, and just deal with it. I like that. Um, I I would really uh, I would really like to do that as like a live viewing. Can we get Mark to do a live viewing with us? That would be phenomenal. That would be absolutely phenomenal. But um, Grizz, that wraps up another holiday uh, season. We have one more film. Uh, that we're going to be covering next week for our demonic December. Uh, we're going to go back to, uh, I guess, another foreign film. And this one is, Le, I'm going to say, hopefully, <laughs> right? Les Demons de la Cave. Well, I don't know. French movie. It's going to be Demons fun. of the Cave? Is yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's more like a basement. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Still a it's good time. <laughs> like an Evil Dead ripoff, man. You're gonna you're gonna dig it. Um, I like but it. you could see that next week, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Bad Taste Video Podcast. Um, you can visit our website at www.badtastevideopodcast.com where we have all the shit that we have listed. Uh, we have a Patreon where you can find some things that aren't out there and we may get in trouble if everybody knew what was on there, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> you can sense. sign up for that, support us so we could pay some bills. Grizz, where can they find you specifically on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video Podcast. We were supposed to have a guest this week, but things didn't line up with schedules. Uh, shit happens with work. That's why you're not getting a wide world of metal also. Because we, yeah, we, we, we were thinking we'd run over on time. But I will make it up for you guys next week with something cool. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a good uh, year-end wrap-up, actually. Maybe yeah, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll kind of talk about also some of the shit that we uh, like the most that we covered throughout say, the year. Let's... let's, let's Let's pick like uh like our favorite albums of twenty twenty three. That's all I do. I, I just cover the most recent releases and stuff like that. So we'll pick our favorite bands of of twenty twenty three and see what we come up with, man. Yeah, I like and that idea. We'll talk about some of the movies that uh, we liked of twenty twenty three that we covered, um, and then we're gonna be on our way to our brand new. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna say setup, but we're gonna do things slightly differently. We're gonna have a little bit different of a look. Not gonna change. Uh, you know, it's still going to be us and everything, but I'm, I'm switching up my fucking studio around here to give us a little bit more room to work at a little bit more production value. Yeah. I'm going to get a fog (laughs) machine and everything. We're going to be good. I really would love to build like a straight up fucking studio set, but you would have to move to Pennsylvania. You would have to, uh, I would have to. Yeah. Unfortunately, you would have to. It's my fucking arm, dude. (laughs) I'm ready to go. Hey, that's all right, man. But uh, I want to thank everybody for coming in the chat. Everybody, as per usual, you've been great. We love what you're doing there. Um, Everybody everybody listening at home on uh, whatever podcast uh, network or whatever you're listening to on Spotify, iTunes, or I don't know. What do people even fucking use nowadays? I'm not too sure. I I don't know, but a word on that too is that in the near future, in like the next couple of weeks here, um, we will be altering our, our podcast feed for better audio too, so that people who just listen on the podcast line of things and not on the YouTube won't, you know, suffer audio quality issues and stuff like that because of the video and everything. So yep. um, if, if you've been having an issue with that, we're going to be getting on it and, and making things a million times better for you as well. Yep. 2024. 
the year we go corporate. That's going to be. Uh, But I want to thank everybody for coming. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. Oh, man. I got to look at it. That's Demons de la Cave. Uh, Fuck you, man. We'll, We'll see you next week.